Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of a woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. Literally, I did not have to finish my sentence in Google, and Google was like, what does bum equipment stand for? I have answers for you. Are you ready? Yeah. Bum brand designers insist the acronym bum does not stand for anything. This is the designer say this. However, many people believed there was an unsaid meaning, a quiet meaning, like basic urban merchandise or body under maintenance. I'm going to go with the latter. I will definitely second that. That is, everybody is wearing a sweatpant right now because we've had two years of being inside and eating our feelings. So body under maintenance, bum equipment. So now you have loaded up yourself to go to the airport. You have your bum equipment t-shirt on that says bum <laughs> and equipment. And your fanny pack. Right. But across your chest. And what all you're just radiating is, I gave up. I gave up. Mm-hmm. For, since you left your apartment... To the time you got to the terminal, you're just vibrating to the world, the universe. I gave up. Yeah, you're wearing your insides on your outsides. Right. I gave yeah. up, everybody. But here's this the is thing, all I got. Patty, it's not just at the airport. It's in public everywhere. Oh no, I know. But again, but again, I'm I'm kind of in the camp. I'm in the same camp. Like what you describe Marcus wearing is what I pretty much wear to shows at this point. Would you go to a Broadway show dressed like that? Oh, people do all the time. I don't. I don't. Right. I well, do. The question I do was, some... do you, not <gasps> do people, But do in you, general, Aaron. I'm saying that this is a rash. I've been doing a lot of shows. Wait, and so I've been are doing... you not going to answer the question? Or are you... No, are no, you... no. I, I would not. Okay, I would not. I already, t- I already said that. Okay. I myself would not go to a Broadway show in bum. Right. <laughs> and and why is that again like goes bum. back to the I just spent like if I I would find it also very disrespectful to the people that are working in the theater if I showed up in my bum equipment I've, I've also just spent what 100 to 200 dollars on a fucking ticket uh-huh. and I show up looking like I just rolled out of bed but the the other thing is like People don't care. But set the like, scene. Are like, you wearing this is my money. This is what I want. I want to be comfortable. Yeah. I will never understand autographs or people like. Can Who's you saving the autograph? Who's saving it? And why do you want someone to kiss their face? Like the people that like, if they sign their boob, then they go immediately go and get that tattooed on their boob. Do you know people who have done this? No, because I don't know trash. <laughs> I beg to differ. Except for at Nice to meet you. <laughs> Nice to meet you. I wear bum equipment to the theater, uh, and it's a crop top bum equipment. I've never purchased bum equipment, nor have I had a Gap sweatshirt with it says Gap. I don't oh, really no. like labels like Samesies. that. Ah, as I wear an Adidas shirt. I think that's I, different. Patty, though. I don't wear labels. I don't wear labels unless they're small and can increase my my surface value with the kids today. But that, I think Hi, this kids. is different. You're actually wearing a workout, and I'm wearing shirt. a crop top. <laughs> I'm wearing everything that you just accused Marcus of wearing. Great. Is the issue that he wore it outside. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or all that together. Uh-huh. Is it the ponytail that pushed it over the edge? It kind of looked like, I'm like, are you are you drunk? Are you hungover? He is looking more and more like Jake Gyllenhaal lately in uh-huh. Donnie Darko. Yeah. So that's some hotness. Does that make you feel better? Does it counter it at all? Well, then why would why would you go out and purposely... 
Like, why Dress would you, it down. If you're trying to sell your house, well, he's why going would you to throw paint coffee. on the front? What? It Isn't he just going I'm to get dressed coffee? up? Fucking Well, because this? look at you, you prissy bee. Look at you. You would never leave the house without a button down. You know, you're becoming that guy. I have, I have a sweater on. It is a lovely sweater, too, but everything is just so. I everything is precise. I don't know about you that. You are. It's Felix and Oscar, you and me. Who's the messy one again? Did I ever tell you that someone came up to me after a show and old lady goes, you remind me of a young Marissa Tavai. <laughs> like, that's so specific. I would have said, go deeper. Like, a different world, Marissa Tomai? You you need to be specific about the Marissa Tomai. Oh, Spider-Man, when she plays hot Aunt May. What? She plays the aunt in Spider-Man movies. She does? Yes. It, like, Aunt May... Or as they say, Aunt May. But I'm from Boston, so I'm uh-huh. going to go with Aunt because it's proper. Marissa Tomato plays Marissa an aunt? Tomato Tomato plays what is supposed to be like, oh, I'm Aunt May. You're supposed to be like a 70-year-old woman, and all of a sudden she's like hot. They, they comment about it in the movie. They're like, your aunt is hot. Ugh. How old is she? I want I want to get up in Aunt May. Okay. How how old is Marissa Tomai? Yeah. yeah. Tommaso. Tommaso Tomato. Uh She's, I don't know, she's not old. No, she's, she's probably not. like in her 50s. <clears throat> I saw her in the rose tattoo. 50s isn't even middle-aged at this point. No. Thanks to modern science. Everyone is living till they're 90. Jesus, I know. And I, some people I will tell ha- you this. gotta go. Yeah. If I am 90 and I'm still walking this planet, someone just hit me with their car. But hit me and then throw it in reverse. I don't want to be hooked up <laughs> like a vegetable. Okay, all right. You're looking at me like I'm the one who's either going to... I'm probably you're, the one who's going to be driving the car. Yeah. You're uh, the only one that's going to be still roaming around going... What I do for... Going to Orange Theory, <clears throat> going 90 to Orange years theory, old. Orange Theory, doing some like five minutes here, five minutes there. Pulling my face. Right. Until I get suspended from the ceiling. <gasps> oh, my God. Do you know that there's a new season of Cheer coming out? Why? Everyone's in jail. I know. Maybe they're going to do it via Zoom. Oh, God. I, everybody's been arrested and a new season of cheer drops in about two weeks which thank god just in the nick of time because i've hit the end of netflix i've done it i found the end of the earth did you finish um and just like that no uh, well you know they're they're parsing them out week by week so i can't get ahead of myself what have, have i'm you... up to diwali diwali what? whatever what? that that's the name of the most recent episode uh right. Che, but the character of Che Diaz is getting dragged for filth on the internet, and I am here for it. It is so funny. Somebody said the next variant will be called Che Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, it can't come to the show tonight. I tested positive for Te- Che Diaz. Oh, that's the worst one. It's also that when the character shows up, always has to say, hey, it's Che Diaz. Right. Every time. Have you noticed? Hey, it's Che Diaz. No! It always seems like it's like that, uh, like guy on the other side of the tracks, like pick, picking up uh, like Mike Seaver's sister, Carol Seaver. Like, hey, is Carol home? Yeah, it's Che Diaz. Why are you so dirty? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Che Diaz. I'm here. I'm gonna start all of my sets with, hey, it's Che Diaz. Great, what are we doing tonight? you should do that. And I'm sorry. What is a comedy concert? Because they keep saying Che Diaz's comedy concert. I was like, what is that? Not a comedy show, not a concert. Oh, because they're all standing. They're not sitting. Oh, is that what the... 
Is that the semantics behind it? But also concert? notice how shallow the crowd is. Oh my God. I think I just found the name of my album. I'm not my, sure my album is. will be Jay Diaz's comedy concert. I swear <laughs> to God, I will do it. I will bring the whole ship down with me and entitle my first album Jay Diaz's comedy well, concert. Well, if it works for Sarah Jessica Parker bringing the ship hey, down. Hey, absolutely. If it ends up that she'll be in the front row, I'm here for you. Hey, congratulations on ruining your entire legacy <laughs> with gonna... this stupid reboot. Wait, can we go back to cheer real quick? Yeah. Because... We have the new season coming out in a couple weeks. Very excited about it. I decided, let me go back and watch the first season. Let's revisit some of my favorite friends that are now in prison. But I really, (laughs) I really thought for a second, you know, in the first season of, in our first season of this, which Mm -hmm. we don't have seasons, we just keep going and going and going until somebody's like, will you please stop? Stop. Um, I thought, you know, did we exaggerate? Have we exaggerated Gabby Butler's mother in in Cheer? No. Dear God, no. We did not. In fact, our impressions were so spot on and terrifyingly accurate. When I went back and watched, I hope to God they bring her back for season two. Seriously. My question is this. You know, people say there's a fine line between imitation and then making fun. Yeah. Are we making fun? Or no. Are we, we are doing a spot on. It's completely accurate. Gabby, did you pack today, Gabby? Because your Instagram feed isn't showing that you've had any updates, Gabby. And my, you know what? You're telling it wrong. You're telling it wrong. She says to her, the husband has, let, put your balls back in my purse because <laughs> I, you're telling it wrong. You don't are understand. they divorced yet? They have to be divorced. I don't know. This is why I'm like, I don't want to Google too much because I want this season to unfold as a surprise. We already know that Jerry is sitting in like Cook County prison awaiting a sentencing right now. Just awful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jerry. I did have to Google Jerry just to see. Is yeah, he he's in there? Chicago. He's in Chicago sitting in a cell waiting for his trial to happen. His trial hasn't even happened. Oh. I know. I am the Seriously, do you need a lawyer because Gabby has a lawyer now because her Instagram followers are up to 2.5 million and I'm I'm running her Instagram This impression makes right me now. a little nauseous because it sounds like you got food in your mouth. I do. I've been <laughs> eating this banana for about two hours now and I put some nuts in my mouth because they're my husband's nuts. Gabby! It is so accurate. Go back. Listen I to old episodes to. of Dear Pod and then listen and then well, watch everybody Cheer. should. Everybody should listen to Dear Pod, damn it, because you know why? It's it's the best podcast on, I almost said television, wherever you're listening right now. Your car, the best podcast in your car right now is us. When you're at the DMV, turn on Dear Pod. Turn on Dear Pod and laugh like a DMV. Which I think is the perfect way for me to say welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Walter Matthau. <laughs> I'm Lola Falana. And we're coming to you from the Maha'a Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? You know, that's a really specific skill set. How to find the guy who goes, dip, 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 dip. Was he a street performer and he was discovered? Yeah, on the subway. Dip, 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 
dip, dip. That guy cannot stop saying dip. Let's put him on the radio. Dip, 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 yeah, dip. At least get him off the street. Exactly. Get us <clears throat> off the streets, too, because this week, like all weeks, we're bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landis and Dear Abby. We're shoveling them out of the snow and we're turning them on and letting them heat up and melt on the windshield because we can't be bothered to use the scraper, damn it, to clean ourselves. It's too damn cold. That's right. We're reading their articles, damn it. That's what we do every week. So what are you waiting for? Undig us out of your <laughs> dig us out of the snow and follow us on your social medias. Undig us out of the snow. Undig us. Undig my heart. <laughs> follow us on social media. Dear Pod Official on your Insta, your Twitter, your face. We have a website where you can binge every last episode if you're not already listening on the Apple and leaving us a review. Please, dear God, rate, review, and subscribe. But while you're doing that, check out DearPodOfficial.com. Email us any of your advice questions, which we will answer on the air every week. One of them, we are completely unqualified to do so. Am I right? Yes. Marissa Tamai. I sure am. DearPodOfficial at gmail.com. We have a YouTube page where you can not only listen, but you can see. You can see some of our bits and pieces. Do you ever, like, listen to something and you think that somebody looks completely different than they do? And it's just a shocker. When the voice doesn't match the face, you're like, ooh, oh, oh, that doesn't work. Most radio personalities are like that. Mm. Uh, So I hope that you can watch us on YouTube and say, oh, I thought they looked different. Oh, Oh, wow. And when you have pity on us, please give to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash dearpodofficial, where for a mere 3 or $5 a month, you can become a subscriber and get extra special tidbot, tidbots. Uh. <laughs> I'll spend tidbots too. Why not? Tidbots and tidbits every week, patreon.com slash dearpodofficial. We need the money because we need new faces. Yes. Start. The face fund, baby. Oh, oh, one of the benefits of being a Patreon subscriber is that you get an extra special shout out on your day of birth. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. So we have a Patreon birthday we'd like to say happy birthday birthday. to Catherine Carlin. Cat Carlin, January 12th. You're going to be celebrating another trip around the sun, and I hope you don't straighten your hair. Let us learn from Carrie. Please let us learn. That straight hair with a part down the middle is meant for the young children, I guess. Who knows? It's fine. It's just, at what point does Carrie let this thing crystal gale herself? Yeah, I know. Like, is it just going to hit the floor? What about a nice gentle wave? I'm not asking for the hyper curls again. I I wouldn't mind a hyper curl. There's nothing wrong with the Cindy Crawford. Uh, Bring you it know, back. Soup Bring can back curl. the flounce. Yeah, right. it, it's youthful. Maybe but, this I mean, is our platform. If we ever run for office, it's bring back the flounce. Yeah, and it's okay to not have long hair. Okay, all right. Well, it's good to know that you're in charge of quality control for my hair and Marcus's. I'm going to get coffee just around the corner. I'm look. just saying. You should be happy he put on pants. I wouldn't hold him to that. That, you know. What? Standard? Yes. Okay. The standard of even putting on pants can be too much. He's just running to go get something and come back. We're walking our dog. Who's taking pictures? You don't know. Nobody's following you guys with a camera. Says you. The paps. Says you. Unless somebody is trailing you. Could be. Private eyes are watching you. Well, if it's private eyes, that's, uh, I think that's on, uh. 45th Street, which is a stripper bar. Oh, very different private eye. Yeah. Private brown eye. Oh, hey! Oh, Jules. God bless him. He keeps us on track and annoys the crap out of us, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, 
you're scared, aren't you? You're frightened right of him. He's frightened. in the room. Fright- frightened of him. Well, this week, we are keeping with our uh, January themes of resolutions. So this week, our resolution theme is new job slash new career. I pray Do for that. I, uh, Patty, I, Patty picked this. He pitched this, and I think it's a great topic because I found a lot of articles on it, so it's rich, it's ripe for the picking. But it's uh, apropos because this is this is your mantra of life. True. You bang the drum of, who's going to give me a new job? Well, there's that. And it's also constantly in the news that everyone is like just fed up with whatever they're doing, and they're just quitting their jobs left and right. I know, it's crazy. People have decided after where the, the pandemic. where the fuck are they going? I don't know. We've been trying to figure it out. People are just walking away from their jobs, but what are they walking into? Right. You're switching careers, but we don't know because we're having a severe lack of people working anywhere. Right. So where is everybody? They're just like, I'm I'm just going to leave. I'm going to leave this line here. And then- they just like walk out of yeah like the whatever warehouse. Everybody's they work slowly at. just walking into the sunset. Like, I don't know. Like the, not everybody can make country baby. So what are they doing? I don't know. I you got to make applesauce for Amazon a little while longer. I, I don't know. I don't understand. know. People was like people decided they're like I I don't want to spend the rest of my life slowly killing myself. I can do it much faster on my own. So That's they're just right. piecing out. They're just yeah. walking out the back door. Yeah. But we don't know where they're going. Well, also, like, the city is kind of empty because there's no one working in these offices. So no, but not only everybody... just the city. It's everywhere. I mean, I've had things get canceled because they're like, we have no one to actually stand here and do anything. So we, <laughs> like, I've had shows canceled not because people are getting COVID. It's that people are just leaving. They're ghosting their lives. I'm uh, going to go get some coffee and uh, fuck it. <laughs> but it's it's but you have to i I don't know i don't know where people are going after they're leaving their places i can only imagine like a bunch of people in a conference room waiting for like whoever's running the meeting to show up i he he has to be here like he's coming right carl do you want to be ceo today three hours later he's coming right he's coming no no he's not he just (laughs) he said something about i'm done and he just walked out the door yeah open up the window and just walked out where are they going to make money I don't know. And That's take the me baffling. With you. Part. I know. So if you if you could have a new job today, new job, new career, I'm going to open it up. Where would it be? What would you be doing? Very interesting because the other day I was like, you know what? I think I, I'm. I had one of those like New York. I don't know about you. Yeah, and that scares me because I feel like a lot of people feel like you. It and by a just, lot, I mean me. <laughs> it, just, it just was like, this is like, you know. For what? It's like, it throw just down seem, for what? It just seems like, as much as I love it here, sometimes like when it's hard, it's hard. It's very hard. And yeah. then when you see like the glaring, like. Uh, Crack addicts? Yeah. It just like, everything is just like in your face. I'm like, wouldn't it be great to live in like some weird ass middle America town where yeah. there, there isn't someone shooting up. There isn't someone like pissing on you while you're trying to wait for the subway. There isn't a woman washing her sneaker in the sink while you're right. just trying someone to just taking a dump Yeah, and you know, you're just trying to step over that. Pretend like you don't like, because, isn't New York great? But that's a thing. I feel like now that we've established that you can pretty much do what you do anywhere else in the world because you can do it, you know, digitally. Mm-hmm. It's, 
it's made everybody go, oh, I don't have to live here. Like right. there's there's certain things where I can't leave New York because I my job is sort of like focused in there. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's sort of dependent on the city. It could also be in L.A., though, I have to say. Mm-hmm. And I always have dreams of L.A. Well, I do, too. However, I don't like earthquakes or fires. Call me crazy. <laughs> so any way you cut it. But, there's a there's a down there's a con so and that might slide off into the ocean sooner than we know true and I'm probably never going to be an actor and I'll never be on a Broadway stage or any stage period see that's so the thing the is that like that it, that proximity to that is what keeps people in certain places mm-hmm. but now I, I've never understood for the life of me especially when I'm on a train and I see people commuting in a regular way like people in business suits at 8 a.m crushed into trains with other people I'm like what do you do are you an accountant? You can do that anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. You have choices. So I think that that's a thing. A lot of people are leaving going, oh, I don't have to be in New York to live like that. And now with rents going back up and all that rot, yeah. what are they doing to make it any better? All right, so let's get into it. New jobs. I'm, what would you do? I like I'm strapped, by to, I'm strapped to clubs, mm-hmm. which, you know, you can't kind of just, I mean, well, there's some comedians who live in Nashville, but you're limited then to that one club, and you better hope that they like you mm-hmm. and that they'll put you on their stage every night of the week. But it's like, you know, for my particular job, which is, which I cannot fully explain. <laughs> um, here's the thing. I find that as much as I've said that I've hated people, what I've really <laughs> meant is that you when I look people. back is, I liked working in... I liked working in a bar because I felt like I was tied to the city, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't like working in a bar because I have horrible social anxiety, which oh. is why like, I could move as quickly and get my job done as fast as possible and make a lot of money because my anxiety is like making me move faster. You didn't want to interact with people, so the less you did that and the more you could focus on just doing, getting those it's not the, vodka it's, sodas no fruit out. Right. It's not necessarily the... I didn't want to interact with people. It was... There's lines of people needing something from me, like this, like crush of a crowd. Oh, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, so you were like, anxious about like the sheer mass. Correct. Flesh. This is why I have a hard time. Like everyone's like, "Hey, do you want to meet in Sheep's Meadow?" I do not. Ah, uh, I do not. I never want to meet there. There's, because yeah. there's like there's too many people, and you don't like you don't. And why did you pick like the most populated city in the world to live in? <laughs> well, because with, with the train systems being what they are. Well, because when I was semi-successful in Chicago, my next steps were uh, New York or L.A. And I was like, I cannot. If I'm going to get lost, I would rather get lost in a city that's only like five feet wide and 10 feet. Valid. Yes. You're in a very concentrated area. Yeah. Whereas opposed to like, I'm going to be in traffic for three and a half hours. I'm going to miss every fucking appointment. And then suddenly there's mountains. Right. So... And then I got here, and then it sort of was going my way, and sort of not, and then did, and then not, and then not, 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 not. <laughs> but a lot of that was my anxiety. I like anxiety. that remix. Not, and not, not, and not, not, yeah. not. My yeah. career. But a lot of my, I think, failings or whatever has to do with a lot of anxiety, a lot of, um, uh, you know, comparing myself to everybody, leaving oh, myself in the fun? room. Yeah. Yeah. And you realize that now, and you're like, fuck, well all my dreams that I had when I was a kid of what I thought I'd be doing will not come true. 
why do you say that? That's a, it's a very terminal way of thinking. And I know you're trying to be um, logical right. in the way that you're approaching it. Oh, we got serious on, on a very special episode of Blossom. <laughs> different but, hat. I mean, I think Blossom the past two years hat. have found that anybody can kind of be anything now and everybody's thrown everything up in the air. Like if, there's a girl making six figures eating pizza on YouTube. Right. You Anthony, too can have that dream. Anthony has a cookbook out. And I think we all know it's only made with avocados. But he he does it shirtless and mm-hmm. I am first in line at Barnes and Noble when that shit drops. You know? Uh, well, meanwhile, Bobby has recreated the Titanic in twenty four hours. And he's back doing it again. Right. And, and I'm no crying one cares. through every episode. And still. no one cares how no, long it took. No. But Anthony makes mousse avocado souffle. And I and he gets twenty minutes on screen. Twenty minutes on screen, like a slow a slow motion run, and uh, has a personal <laughs> trainer every minute. Of you the know day. why? Because they roll his sleeves up, mm-hmm. and that's everything. Mm-hmm. They're like, "This is quality content." He's great. But you know, it's like, don't you feel any sort of global shift? And I mean, the proof is in the pudding. The poop is in the pudding. Yeah, I was going to say because uh, you know now we see. That everybody has been like, you know what? I don't think I want to die behind a desk. I am going to stand up and walk out of this six-figure job and mm-hmm. off into the sunset, and no one will know where I have gone. Right. Well, Are I, you having that moment at all? Well, I feel like I'm an extrovert introvert, where it's like oh, yeah. I love to be alone, mm-hmm. um, but yet I like to hang out and and you know be around a ton of people. But you know, mm-hmm. yes and no. When I worked in um, I have some, like, obviously, some fear of missing out because I think fear of missing out is because I have not accomplished what I came to New York for. So and, you feel unsettled. Yeah, and then I was like, oh well, if I can just remove myself, maybe it's maybe me being around people is a problem. So now that I I am surrounded by like maybe Nova. five people, yeah, if that that I don't connect to on any level, um, now I'm like, oh wow, I'm desperately. Needing human connection. Right. I'm not feeding this part. I have no, I'm not tied into the city the way that I was when I would audition or um, when I would bartend or Or even when you walk down the street, I feel like, you know, there was, there's a social aspect to New York that you can't get in LA, which is you can like run into somebody on the street and be like, oh my God, let's go get a drink right now. Mm -hmm. You can't do that in LA. You have to drive to wherever that Mm -hmm. is. So what you're saying is that now in this new era, it's, this is the most clear that I feel like I've ever heard you just articulate it. Mm-hmm. I almost said gesticulate. Uh, any masturbate it. Yeah. Um, is is that you said you need to be around people? Mm-hmm. I think that that's the first time that you've ever gone. Oh shit! I, this is the biggest thing I am not getting. Not only are you, you're, you feel very isolated, so you mm-hmm. need to be around people again. Mm-hmm. You're having the FOMO of being of of being separated from people, but that's also amplified by the last two years too. So all Correct. the dials have been way turned up. Correct. So you need a position where you are going to be surrounded by more than just these five ancient faces. That and what I'm doing is it's kind of like dating. You know, sometimes when you like take a break from someone from like a really long time and people like they go back and forth and you're like, why why do you keep going back? If it's not working, then just keep going forward. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, well, I was really good at that. Maybe I can do that again. Like maybe I can work for Ralph Lauren. Yeah, but it's like you don't want to step back. You want something brand new. This is what I'm saying. Close your eyes right now. Ready? We're going to do an exercise. 
somebody hits you with a wand, a magic wand, right is it now. Heavy? It's a light. It's like a Harry Potter wand. Is that heavy? Like, well, is it I a don't... light tap, or is it like more of like a caress? It's a gentle tap on your forehead, but f- not to mess up Can your Can it be like on the photo. side, like on the neck? Okay, I'll give you shoulder. How shoulder? Okay, great. Tapping on your shoulder. But and I'm wearing I am... a sweater, right? Well, yeah, but it can go through the sweater. What can? Magic spells. Okay. They they can penetrate wool. Oh. They can penetrate wool. Well, can they can they put it in and then take it out and then put it in and then take it out? And yeah, but just it, a little. And then just like and then a little bit and then maybe just like a slight caress on my earlobe and then just like a anyway. And then we what shove we, we shove the spell all the way in. And then we just and we put just that push it all the way oh, in. God. Yeah, yeah. You're not ready for this spell. Dumbledore. Wait a minute. What are we talking about again? Careers. <laughs> so if somebody could grant you a new like the, your dream job tomorrow. What is it? The first word that comes to me is uh, producing. Oh, okay. Someone has mentioned it to me like You'd several times. You'd be so times. good at that because you're so organized and you dress really well. Like to to be to be on the running side of things. To be on right. the I don't want to say administrative, uh, but sort of like a. Uh, Putting it all together. Correct. You'd be very good at that. Yeah. Oh, all right. Out also, there I right now, f- dear I, potters, I get I this boy a, a producing yeah. job. Yeah. I think I also had a psychic that said something like that when she told me. She's like, I don't see you on the other side of the camera anymore. She's like, never say never, but doesn't seem like it. It seems like more that you're behind the scenes. And someone has said that this has been something that has been brought to, into my psyche for the last, I don't know how long. Uh-huh. And I'm always hesitant because I'm like, well, no, that's not what I didn't go to. I didn't study my ass off and be yeah, fucking yeah. broke and nearly homeless. To, to just flip the script like that. Yeah, to yeah. be like. But then I'm like, well, what I do right now is I basically put on a production every day at work. Yeah. Because every day is new. I just don't want to have that. I don't like a fear-based job. No, well, God, no. And nobody and does and right now. I've been now. in a lot of those. Of course you have. The fear of God and you're working for people who are tyrants. Well, even like uh, like Ralph Lauren, everyone's like, it's a, that's also a little bit like Devil Wears Prada. It's like, the bag and the window is facing the wrong way. Ralph's coming it. in. Ralph's coming in. Look busy. It's like, oh, shit. His well, name is Ralph. It's Ralph Lipschitz. Let him. He's three <laughs> foot four. Fine. He just came out of the tree making cookies. Fucking settle down. But they're designer cookies. <laughs> I'm scared of him. There's a stain on the floor. But what's interesting is that you said, well, I didn't study my ass off and work my ass off to be broke for that many years, but you're not going after that thing. Right. So how is that? I think taking a step in any direction is going to create the waves. It's mm-hmm. going to create the that atmosphere of change that may, as for all you know, circle back around to you being on the other side of the camera. Like, you don't know. That's true. A lot of people are multi-hyphenates now. Right. That's because they've been divorced so many times. Exactly. And you gotta. Okay. We can do this. Do you understand that? We can do this. I don't know. I mean, sometimes it's it's a little bit of a daunting task because it's like you never think, especially during a pandemic, you're like, how the hell am I going to move on from this? Well, and guess what? Some producer just walked out the back door of his business and just walked into a field and became a server at Chili's. There, well, maybe. But you know, like, there's openings everywhere. Yeah. Be, like my cousin just got moved up the ranks at the IRS because they were like, this guy just left. I, I don't You want this? Here, take it. He said he needed more sweet and low, and then he never came back. <laughs> but it was skinny and sweet. <laughs> Different. Damn it! <laughs> but that's what I'm saying is that, like, 
I think everybody has has churned the, the mixing bowl here, and I think that what you just said is the most doable thing in the world. Well, I've also had, you know, again, <laughs> the, one of the greatest things about being in New York is the people that are around here. Well, yeah, and I think just having interactions with somebody, you never know what kind of ripple effect that's going to have in your life. And mm-hmm. I think that you've choked off the tap so hard of... of what? You've choked your tap. I don't understand. You've turned well, the tap. You turned the water tap oh. so far to the right, oh. Oh, and you, you choked. You choked Marcus out, and he enjoyed it. But then he said, "Che Diaz," and then that was your safe word. Yeah. Um, you you ow, turned ow, Che Diaz. Che <laughs> <laughs> Diaz is oh, my safe word. Oh fuck yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh no! No, Che Diaz! Che oh sorry. Che Diaz is the safe word. Is perfect because it means something has gone wrong. That should be the title of <laughs> your album. And it's painful. Che Diaz is the safe word. I'm serious. I have come up with so many album titles, and now I just need to do the actual album. Like I need to come up with the content. <laughs> my safe word is Che Diaz. Like my safe word is Che Diaz. It's such a good. Interesting. Oh, 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 yes. Yeah, if that doesn't, no matter. If that doesn't sell, I don't know what will. I don't know. So I think that that's good. We, yeah. th- you've just started the new year off saying the most clear thing you've ever said. It could be the Adderall. Ah, gimme. Yeah. Start splitting your pills with me. All right. All right. Let's do some articles. What do you say? I mean, I mean, it's only been about five hours. Yeah. Quick before the the thing goes off. It hasn't. The gone clock off hasn't this whole gone time. off. I okay. think he turned it off. All right. All right. Hit me with an article. All right. This is R.E. New Job. Yes. This is from the Times Mail, Bedford, Indiana, January 4th, 1970. Dear Abby, may a tired office manager say a few words to job hunters? For the past week, I've been interviewing girls for the job of typist in an office, and I'm absolutely amazed at what I've seen and heard. One girl applied for the job in capri pants, sneakers, and carrying her poodle. Another came in faded jeans with her hair in great big rollers. One even came in a see-through blouse, and she had a cigarette in her mouth the whole time. Wait, did you write this question? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Some women have the attitude that they are doing you a favor just offering themselves for unemployment. Others don't seem to care whether they get the job or not. The help wanted ad in the newspaper stated the hours, typing speed, and all the details of the job, and you'd be surprised at the number of girls who didn't want to work those hours. And so help me, some said they couldn't type. Now, <laughs> why did they bother to apply? Signed, Patrick O'Brien. Amazed! <laughs> That's... <laughs> Dear Amazed... Because believe it or not, some people apply for a job hoping that they won't get it. Really? I think some people use it as an exercise or just to say, yeah, dad, I went for a job interview. To tick the box? Yeah. I have never heard of this phenomenon. I don't. I've never uh, gone. I've never done that. Um, I have, but I do my, like I show up and I, I don't go there and like in my bum equipment shirt smoking a cigarette. <laughs> Well, you should. Maybe, but, maybe I would have gotten. But it. then you get the jo- wait. You've gone into jobs that you don't want. You know you do not want this yeah. job. I just go for I practice, practice, experience for yeah. real. Mm-hmm. But then how do you inevitably? Me being me, I would book that job. I would get that job well, because I don't, I don't want job. it. I don't get the job. 
how do you know you don't get the job? Because you already know that you don't, you're not qualified. Well, for because they that. tell me I didn't get the job. Oh, so. too sure. Oh my God, you actually go <laughs> for interviews where people tell you you didn't get the job. Well, no, they follow up and like, thank you so much for applying in the interview. Really? Yeah. But I, I already know, ne- like, I already know, like, based on salary, that I'm not going to. I don't even. But it's funny when they reject me because I'm like. Oh, honey, no, I can't work on that. Like, oh my I can't god, even... it's like dating on Grinder. Like, no, no, I didn't want a relationship. I was, oh. I just wanted. Oh the... no, that's cute. No, 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 no. Diaz. Yeah. <laughs> I... I'm just here for the experience. No, no, no. Oh no, it was just a kiss, honey. I don't want a relationship. That, no. no, no, I'm not going anywhere. I, I've never heard of this before. Yeah. But well, we... I also thought that, like, you know, they say work begets work. So I was like, oh, if I put myself out there, that somehow it changes the, the karmic atmosphere. atmosphere, whatever is swirling around me. Okay. Um, that's also like when I stop. I, I try to stop myself when you're in a complaining pool, like at work. Oh yeah. Um, which is very. Toxic easy. and very easy to fall prey to, especially where I am. Then you have to step back and be like, "Okay, is this real? Is this what's really happening, or are we, or can we just stop this now because we're not getting anywhere?" Okay. Oh, look at you! You are an adult. Look at you! I, I'm going to hire you right now. Well, sometimes I, you know, you have to problem solve. You can't just sit in your problem. You can't just wallow in your shit. Well, you can't just like it's the same script, different cast. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That's a Whitney Houston song. Look at who you are. You, you're Mr. Producer. That's what you are. Whitney Houston, Deborah Cox. Now, going to the the, like in the entertainment industry, if you don't book the job, nobody's writing you to tell you you didn't book the job. You just get ghosted. Correct. I have never experienced interviewing, applying. Any of that for a job where somebody says, thanks, but no, you didn't. Well, except, I guess, maybe when you apply for, but this isn't a job. When you're, when I'm like, I'm applying to uh, comedy festivals, mm-hmm. you'll just get a thing that says yay or nay. Yeah. But that's different. That's not, it's a festival that you're probably paying to go to. Right. Um, but I've never, I've never had a thing where somebody reaches out and says, you were great. No. Yeah. That's wild. Thank you for for applying. We are no, you know, this has been filled or we were looking at other candidates. You're not our jam. Right. And like when I was auditioning, they would tell me because I'd be getting down to the final. Really? Mm -hmm. I I just assumed if I didn't get it, then nobody's going to call me and tell me I didn't. Mm. I just need to wallow in my own crapulence. Well, I mean, I think I've always had a different relationship with my agents where they're like, oh, this is good, this is good. And then I'd follow up with them like, what do they think? Oh, let me find out. I don't know what you happened. You didn't book the tampon commercial. And I did book the tampon commercial. <laughs> I did. By the way. Always maxi pads. I had an audition for an AARP commercial yesterday. So Why? I am going to walk into traffic. If you need me, my head is in the oven. AARP. And I was like, has the acronym changed to Awesome Asses? representing people or something like what is it no no Uh uh-uh maybe they're skewing i don't know what that's weird skewing young you're aarp you're you can't change your brand it's retired people retired people you can't suddenly decide to be like you know what we're gonna target the 30 somethings well are you representing them or talking to them that's the difference i i was it was talking about like computer scams and right. anybody can fall for them, I guess. They're, right. So then like, you're, you're not you're not their audience. You're someone to talk to their audience. So turn that No, around. I don't think I am. No, I think you are. Okay, I'll take it that way. That it, actually, you saying that just diffused a bomb in my stomach. Yeah, that's What's what it is. What's wrong with me? Well, because no, the, why would you want 
the the woman from the old woman from the Titanic lecturing you on like, and then they call up on your phone asking for <laughs> he donations. He said he was the, the prince of officer. Serbia, I so I just believed him. He and said I gave him- it was my nephew being trapped in a South American country prison and needed a thousand dollars wired to him, so I did. And never tell me that your computer does not hear what you're saying because then I got a scam PayPal email that night. PayPal, uh, like the the knockoff. PayPal people are relentless. Knockoff PayPal. It was a knockoff PayPal being like, hey, uh, thanks for your $550 payment to Joe Schmo. This is going nowhere. But you get the idea. Yes, I do. All right. But I want to go to the point of you getting rejection letters because I have an article about the rejection letter. Okay. Okay. This comes from the Maryville Daily Forum. Hey, Maryville, Missouri. December 11th, 1976. Hail Mary. There's no title on this one, so I'm just diving in. Dear Anne, I recently decided to make a career change and ran into a situation that must irk thousands of job applicants. I've never seen it mentioned in all the years I've been reading your column, and I think it's about time somebody complained. When a company advertises employment and proudly uses its name to enhance the ad, why can't they show a little courtesy by sending the applicant a short letter thanking him or her for the resume and giving him a yay or a nay? I feel if I show an interest in a company and take the time to write a resume and a cover letter, it should at least be acknowledged by somebody. One company that failed to respond lost a long-time customer. I'll never feel the same about them. Maybe if you print this letter, a few highly respected but inconsiderate companies will wake up and smell the coffee. Signed me, signed me, a disgusted applicant. Dear Rap, seems to me your complaint is valid. As a matter of good public relations, all job applicants should receive an acknowledgement and a thank you for considering the company as a prospective employee. Get on the stick, somebody! Ayan! See? Yeah, but even just applying with the resume, does everybody have to get a yay or a nay? I don't know. I, that's a lot. Like if you're I also Amazon, don't underst- I don't know. I, I also don't understand the point of a cover letter. It's like just get to just give me the resume. Like, I don't. You know what it. I want? Yeah. Is, is it a grovel letter? Hey, thank you. Please consider like, me. I was so happy to see this uh, ad in the newspaper for this account. Blah blah. blah. I'm like, I hate it. I'm oh like, my god! You please. know why I'm here? Yeah. Let's just get to it. No it's foreplay. Like, yeah, it's like if you just showed up, like if you like walked in some guy's uh, What are you doing here? I'm here for the job. What? What? What are you talking about? We've got a we job. Have an, we have a we have an appointment. We I'm I'm here for. The You're not going to write a cover letter when you enter a room. Right. Exactly. So what like is you, the, you know, like okay, he oh great, he went to this university. Oh, that's cool. He's from here. Oh, those are those qualifications. Oh, that's interesting. Maybe he can. Yeah. Not like like how much can I say? My dad used to make me write thank you notes to uh, oh God. certain people. And I was like, okay, I can say thank you. But the way that he'd make me write them, I'm like, I basically have said thank you at five sentences now. Yeah, you're groveling. Right. I'm like, that's enough. So no, I've said thank you. Yeah. Enough. Like I read a lot of like my boss's mail and, and some people that like their correspondence. I'm like, Oh, fucking tap the brakes. Ass kisser. Jesus Christ. This is not a thank you letter as well, much as What type of lipstick is that? Shit brown? <laughs> God. Che Diaz. Che Diaz. Che I Diaz. get it. Che Diaz. Oh, che Diaz on my fucking pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me so happy. But uh, cover letter. Oh, I, 
know I'm going to age myself right now. 38. Um, mm, yeah, stop. Okay. I, it's the new math. Sure. I carried the one. Sure, sure. Ins- insurrection And I also math. got a 330 on my SATs, so, so there you go. Okay. Insurrection math. Um, I used to write cover letters when I would apply. I, I would send my headshot to different agencies and you know everybody's like well you got to put in a cover letter i would i there's they've got to be in the bowels of a computer file somewhere i would love to read because i was i was doing it the way that like college has told you it should be done it's like dear to whom it may concern i have an interest in being represented by you i have connections with this person who you once represented in scott bayo uh, recommended me to your agency. Like the most proper, like I write it like I'm not me at all. Mm-hmm. It's not in my voice at all. Yeah. I would love to go back and find those cover letters and I then just do a whole book of them. Because you can't, if you are like you or I, and you, we, first of all, we could never write a cover letter in our current voice. No. Because people would be like, that is an, that is, this an, is obscene. A, this is not. <laughs> A pleasant human being. But yet- hey, Dick Smack, I want the gig. Can email me or hit me up or slide into my DMs. Yeah, what's with a lot of the pop culture references in this thing? <laughs> She's asked me to slide into a lot of things. So I think that you and this I- This J.P. Will- Morgan Chase. <laughs> we, we default into this, to whom it may concern. I am like the, in like super proper, super like yep. what, like, like, uh, like su- clean, Cloroxed, polished. Yeah. Where it's like, it's almost like it doesn't even... It's, inorga- it's like a bot wrote it, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's inorganic to the point where, uh, 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 like everything. Mm-hmm. I am writing to you regarding your position. I would right. like to fill it yeah. now. And it's Put like, it I don't even... your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Put a lifesaver in your mouth and then blow me. And now I go the other direction. Like, that was proper, proper me. In my 20s, been like, well, hey, I just arrived off the Greyhound bus here in this fine New York Millie. City. I'm ready for my dreams to come true. Where are the dreams, please? Mm-hmm. Dreams lighting up. And now I've gone the other direction where I'm like hyper colloquial. I'm like a little too cash. Yeah. In same. my emails, being like, hey, Goldman Sachs, what's up, fuckers? Yeah. I'm gonna, <laughs> st- you're like dick. Like, I'll just get wicked weird. I'll go yeah. the opposite direction. So there's gotta be a happy medium. There is. And I, yeah, I have I do that with emails too where I mean, but what I want, I need something like right now. So I don't really have time to like be flowery. There's like, no even highs, there's no gentle. Sometimes entry. there's not, but also a lot of people don't do high to me. They just they need something, they need it quick. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so so no signatures even. No. I I realize that I've been like interacting with people in the entertainment industry that like have some clout, and I always sign my my stuff. I'm like, hey, what's up, E? Like, I'm always signing E. I don't sign my full name. Maybe. My name is only four letters. Yeah, you should probably finish Yeah, I that. should finish that. Yeah. But I don't. Because then maybe they think, oh, God, she has so much anxiety. She just hit return. Or maybe that's like her her thing. It's like when when Cher dropped Sherilyn. You know, it's like, ooh, I'm E now, E. Do E, drop E. No. Eh. No. Che Diaz. No. So I'm going to Che Diaz the rest of this conversation. Give me another article. Okay. Oh, what? Hell, let's just use that. If we if things start to get too tight or too weird from now on, okay. if we feel bad, we're going to pull the parachute. We're just going to scream Che Diaz. Well, I think we've established that she can be used in various of ways. Yes. Via, via they. This. Yeah. What? They. What are you talking about? She's a they. What's a they? Che. 
Chase of they. They DS. Okay, I'm going to <laughs> okay. I'm have to move on. This is from the Charlotte News. Charlotte. 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 North Carolina, July 30th, 1958. Dear Abby, my husband and I have been together for almost 30 years, but I'm afraid our marriage is breaking up. He's been out of work since 1936. Wait, what year is this? 1958. Okay. He just lays around and says there is a depression on and it won't pay to go looking for a job. We don't have much, but we don't need much as there is just the two of us and I work half days. I really don't encourage him to get a job because I like to know he is home waiting for me when I get there. My problem is that lately he has been treating me like a pal and not a wife. How can I get him to treat me like a wife? Signed, Needing Love. Dear Needing, you have been treating him like a son, not a husband. Let him get a job and build a little self-respect, and maybe he will start treating you like a wife. If you have been out of a job for this long. Now, I don't do math, but was that 22 years? I think so. Do you know that for the entirety of you reading that article, I have been trying that math in my head? So I didn't even hear the article. Uh, I was just doing the math. Listen, you only work half days, and your husband doesn't want to get a job i have a hard time with that i would have a hard time being that husband being a kept person and also like don't you wanna don't you wanna fanta don't you wanna (laughs) i miss those commercials but like don't you want to move your blood around like don't you want to get out of the house don't you want to see people i have people like that in my family that I have lazy-ass be. mofos that are just like, they're going to live off the fat of the land. They live off the government for as long as they can and, you know, claim disability and all this shit. They, they've known every loophole. No. You know, that's in my family. And, ugh. and I, I want to punch them. And all I can think about is my grandmother, Kitty. Kitty LaRue, four foot ten, six kids. Hung like a horse. Yeah. She could bench press every one of these mofos over their head, like worked ten jobs, like has this... This old school salty work ethic. Even as a kid, if I was sitting if I was sitting down watching TV, she'd come in and be like, move your blood around. And I was like, I'm two. Like, I didn't. She's like, get a job. I can't legally. <laughs> Not yet. Prostitution. I'm only three years old. <laughs> then get out there to that corner and you start earning your keep. Put on some lipstick, fancy. I don't have lipstick. <laughs> I don't own it. Then use mine. Here's my bra. Good luck. Godspeed. Come back with cash. Better not be light. Better not be light. Nice. Whenever I come home with payment from a show, I always put it in Jim's hand and I say, buy yourself something nice from Roche Bobois. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We got into a habit of it. But like, I, I don't, and I, and the fact that that's in my family, I think, oh my God, if my grandmother were here, she would eviscerate mm-hmm. these people because they're just trash. But like, get up and do something. Why, do, why wouldn't you want to... I get not wanting to work a job that sucks the life out of you, but don't you want to do something with your day? Mm-hmm. Don't you want to vary the tempo? If I have a day where I don't have shows, I am rootless. I'm like, they're like, oh, we found Erin. She's wandering around Target mumbling to herself uh, again. I, 50% off. She was gripping dry uh, mustard saying, I can do something with clearance. this. I can do uh, Automotive. I am with, I am a woman without root. You know, I, I just like I if I 
am home, I immediately go into project mode. I'm like, I'll paint yep. my closet. I'll uh, wallpaper uh, the cabinets. There's I'll... always something to do. Yeah. But after 22 years of that? I would be like, I'd be Listen. homicidal. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, we don't go on a vacation? Oh, we don't do anything? Oh, we can't go. Oh, we... Oh, we can't do anything because you don't do anything. Ah, no. I I stand with her advice on that. I agree with Abby. Mm-hmm. Because then all of a sudden, then it's like resentful. It's like, well, absolutely. That's why your marriage is all fucked. Yeah, you got to bring something in. Yeah. If you're not bringing in money, and if you're not bringing in happiness, then I would walk home after in. 22 years and be like, Jay Diaz, we're done. <laughs> we're done here. I'm Jay Diazing this. This is this has been Diaz. Do you have to go get a job? Use it. Use it, people. Use it wisely. All right. I have one more article for you from the Lansing State Journal, Lansing, Michigan, January 23rd, which is coming up, 1981, which is not coming up. Oh, yeah. New job may aid all. Dear Ann Landers, my dad owns a business that was started by my grandfather. I went away to college at age 17 and worked for him during summer vacations and holidays. I know the business inside and out, and I like it, but my old man drives me up the wall. He's a very domineering person, and everything has to be done his way. He also refused to give me any responsibility or let me make decisions. I feel like a 15-year-old. I have thought of walking out at least a dozen times, but my mom says it would be foolish. My older brother is in medical school and wants no part of this business. It's very profitable, and since it's a family-owned enterprise, mom says I should carry it on. My girlfriend is bugging me to leave. She says my dad will never change and it's not worth the grief. She thinks I have a lot of ability and can make it anywhere. What do you say? Feeling inferior in Superior, Wisconsin. Dear Wisconsin, have you considered going to another city and obtaining a job in the same type of business? I recommend it. You will get valuable experience and learn some things that your dad cannot teach you. After a few years, reassess the situation. Your dad is sure to have more respect for you, and maybe he will be inclined to welcome you back as an adult who can bring an added dimension to the business. Ian! I feel like Ian, a bot wrote this. This is not a usual Ian response. Also, because it's like, oh, so you're saying go somewhere else and do the exact same thing that you would have done in your family. But okay, so if if your family owns a car dealership, Mm -hmm. and you're like, I don't know, I want to own a car dealership. She's saying... Go and work in a car dealership in Chicago and then come back and be like, here's what I learned in Chicago in a car dealership. That's stupid. A. <laughs> B. B. It's dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> J. Diaz. Oh, oh it's a J. <laughs> I just turned into lies. But, oh, my God, J. Diaz. I can't get the fuck out of here before it starts talking to me. Uh, yeah. Family business. Do you have a family business? No. I w- I can't imagine. I guarantee you I would drop the ball on the family business entirely. Hmm. The pressure to maintain the family business. Like, unless you are the Bezos family and you can inherit, unless it's like succession and you can inherit millions. I always thought it'd be nice. Unless it's something you love doing. If you right. loved, you know, selling cars and that was the family business. Like if it was like a winery, it. like in. Oh, uh, <gasps> Okay, I can get behind that. Yeah, Keep talking. If it was, what's that fucking show with Sally Field? Show? TV show? Yeah, when they own, the family owns the winery. What is that? 
Brothers and Sisters. Never heard of it. What? Never heard of it. How many seasons? Ugh, I don't know. Now I have to watch this. And they own a vineyard? Yeah. And it's just a family running a vineyard. Somebody walked into a pitch meeting and was like, here's a Five seasons. What? Five seasons I've never heard of it? Yeah. How specific. Yeah. Well, um. I think it's a vineyard. That's the only family business I would want to inherit. And that's what my friend uh, Lexi does. Oh, really? Because her father, by the way, who used to be Ronald McDonald in the 80s, the, the Ronald McDonald that we all grew up watching and knowing, smartest man in the world, cashed in his chips and bought a vineyard, and now she's taking over the family business. Oh, it's Ojai Foods, not a vineyard. Sorry. But it's California. It's whatever. Ojai. If I lived in Ojai, that's what I would say to everybody on the street. Ojai. I think everyone would be like, enough, Aaron. <sighs> You know what? We haven't done in a while, and it's a new year, new us. Same mother. We should call my mother. You want to do a moth report, shall we? I guess we have no choice. And now it's time for the moth report. It's time to call me and see what the weather is like where I'm standing. Patty, make the dee-dee-dee-dee-dee noise. It's time for the moth report. It's time to call my mother in this new year and find out what the weather is like where she's standing, which is snow. She should be very excited about that. Let's see what she's got to say about it. And how many ring-a-ding-dings will it take in the ring in the new year? Oh, God, I was sleeping. Hello? Oh, hello. Hello. It's the two of us here in 2022 to say, how are you doing? And Happy New Year. Fine, it scared me. I don't know what I did to my phone, but it doesn't just ring. It says your name. So it's like, it scares me every time it goes out, and I don't know how to undo it. Wait, what am I named as in your phone? Aaron, I called you, if I if I called you John, it would have said John. And it, whatever the name is in the uh, contact list, so it says Aaron. Can I change I mean, it to time. say the good child? So that every time I oh, call... Oh, that's a good idea, yeah. That would be funny. Ellen, the good child is calling. The That's good child right. is on the phone. That's right. She's yes. not going How to be on the morning? phone forever. <laughs> <laughs> you better pick it up. Che now. Diaz is calling. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, we're we're discussing and just like that. Do you like and just like that? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't then know you're what in the majority. <laughs> That's all you could say about it. Yes, the rest of the world hates and just like that, and I'm glad to see that you also hate and just like that. It's too bad because it was a good series. I enjoyed the series, the original. But yeah. whatever, they just uh, won't go away, I guess. I guess not. <laughs> they just won't go away. And just like says that, variety. they won't go away. <laughs> and just like that, they're Happy still New in the Year. room. Happy New Year! Happy. <clears throat> uh, how are you doing today? Oh, well, I'm fine not right now, but I think I did have food poisoning. <laughs> oh, uh, why? Uh, well... I, Tell people what you I ate. I had a really unusual diet. I ate three crescent rolls and three beets. And she <laughs> and wonders why the doctor tells her that she needs to get on a regular diet. Three crescent rolls and three beets? And some watermelon. Beets, yes, I, I saw them in the supermarket. They're in the package. They're already cooked. Uh, but when I looked at the date, it was like the beginning of December. But I figured, well, sometimes these things are wrong. <laughs> oh, 
Oh but my anyway. god! <laughs> she oh, Russian rouletted her her body, and she she you played the wrong card, didn't you? You got I, the bullet. Totally. Yeah. Well, they were organic. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but well. I said, "Well, they tasted okay." Uh, but anyhow, they don't look as good coming back up. I got to tell you. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I had to do the laundry today. It it uh, it was. I didn't know what the heck I had. I was like. Uh, really sick <laughs> wait you had to do the laundry what was this what what happened is well this, what are we talking that you had to launder that that got red stained from your beats i why well, yeah i know it so it was like i i didn't quite make it in time i guess and, uh, <laughs> it was one of those things <laughs> this is the first one and i and, and your father is really, really good. He he takes he always takes the laundry down stairs because I can't carry a basket in front of me because my back hurts. So he takes it down and he'll throw the laundry on. But this day I said I'm gonna let I'm gonna let him rest. I'll take it down because he would he'd probably uh, go to pieces if he saw what I threw in there. It's so. a crime scene. <laughs> it would look like it. Nothing like purple, purple everything. Purple oh undies, God. like you. And among other things, I, I also ended up having other problems too. So, but I won't even go into that. So, wait, what? Other, no, wait, wait. What do you to wait? What other problems? What other problems are you? Talking? Diarrhea. Cha cha cha. So God. it was coming out all ends. Oh, God. Beats. One of those things that lasted about six hours. And then all of a sudden this morning, I said, hey, I'm hungry. Oh, Jim, <laughs> I'm going to try those beets again. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh. I'm throwing the rest of those out. You haven't done it already? No, not yet, but I will. I couldn't stand up yesterday. Never mind throw anything out. I was like, oh, my God. I Hey, it's no fun. <laughs> yeah. A good way to start the new year. New year. Well, speaking of Getting which, the topic. Getting a purging. Tell me about it. Talk about <laughs> a cleanse. It was thrust upon her. And then the next yeah. day, you know, she's like, ah, my stomach's in bad shape. I'll just have a bacon, egg, and cheese. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds Look. good. Now, I must be good because I'm getting hungry again. So. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, yeah. before you start eating anything again, the topic yes. of this week is new job, new career. <gasps> Job, <laughs> new career. Wow. Now, you stayed at one job for how many years? I stayed at 32 years. <gasps> and I only stayed because I was adding to my pension because every time I work, money would go in. But then all of a sudden, they went bankrupt and I got nothing. So what? I had to go find another job. Yep. And so I went and I found another job. My, my only regret was that I didn't go there sooner. You know, I went to. <gasps> And they were a good employer. And they were so, smarties. A bunch yeah. of smarties. But wait, wait, can you tell people what you did or no? Oh, I was, I was, I worked at, at uh... It's classified, no. right? <laughs> yeah, you can't say what you did, stuff. right? What? That's nuts. Like, you, you worked in a classified job. And when... when... Well, yes, but it was like a, a, a subset of... <laughs> Look at her. She's oh, a, oh, to this okay. day, right well, now, the I feds mean, have flagged us. I, I'm going to back up off this. But let's just say when you work at a highly classified job, they do severe background checks. So they oh, not yeah, only yeah. check I you, but to... they check your whole family. Yes, so yes. Uh, <laughs> but luckily, this is before I decided to, you know, start dealing drugs. 
So they yeah. couldn't look into, you know, anything. But the best part was is that usually they do like heavy, heavy background checks on people and they say it can take like up to two weeks or something because they're looking to every last thing you've ever done. But my yes. mother is so squeaky clean that it came back like three hours later. <laughs> they're like, you're cleared. You're fine. You haven't done anything. In fact, you haven't even left the town. Two, two weeks. Two weeks is good. But you, it could take six months. Oh, so, that's what uh, it is. Okay, know, so it came back it was, real, for real me, fast. It was two weeks. So it was <laughs> like a rapid they test. Have nothing yes, on me. exactly. It was a PCR rapid test, <laughs> and, and and the See, best it part. Pays, it pays to be a good girl your whole life. Oh, that's you creepy. You get to go through a. Okay. A, 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 no. Yeah, a clearance. No. You have to I get think, a clearance. In fact, these people were like, you know what? This came back so fast. We want you to go out and commit some crimes before you work <laughs> Can here you because do something. You dirty yourself up a little. God, go live. Shoplift, no, do something. And now you're retired. Is that your favorite job now yet? I'm retired. Yes, yes. I could have given it a couple more years. I should have done that, but I was eager to stop. I had all these plans. I was going to retire and go all the time to New Hampshire and do this and do that. And, and I never really did. I just, <laughs> I just kept living like I only had weekends. You were like, I could live, but I'd rather eat these month old beets. Yes, yes. I should go steal a Snickers. I should again. go. You know what? Get, get, yeah. Sow your royal oats again. Let's go back. Go steal a Snickers now. Oh, I couldn't possibly. I got I all the money for Snickers, baby. Make it rain. You bet. I'd be in the clink before you could shake a stick at it. Uh, yeah, but I, 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 I actually toyed with the idea of having a beach before I threw them up because I wanted <gasps> to see if it was really food poisoning. And if it happened again, then I would have been, yeah, sure, I was food poisoning. She was going to test I, the I changed, I changed my mind. Good idea. <laughs> Good idea. I thank you. Our father thanks you. Um, your underwear thanks <laughs> your you. Your underwear definitely thanks you. Yes, your, definitely. And your plumbing is thanking you right now. Yeah. And we thank you for this moth report. Would you like to give a quick uh, a weather report Ooh, for the good quick people? quick weather report, by the way. Da, 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 da. Um, Tuesday is only going to be 8 degrees here. Ah. And then overnight is going to be below zero. So I went to Wilson's today and I bought a pork roast. And I'm going to cook it on Tuesday. Good God. And she's going to dump it right out the back end. And I'm going to get some new beets. Was it on discount? There's there's her uh, her platform. <laughs> new beets in every pot. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. That's my platform. Do not All get... Right. Di- please just read the the uh, expiration date before to... you get the pot roast for the love of God and all that's holy. <laughs> I'm going to go throw those out as soon as I hang Still out. Still hasn't Good. thrown them out. Still. And you know what? She's going to get off the phone. She's going to look at the beats and be like, Good idea. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, how bad can Maybe they be, more. right? I'm going to test this beat. <laughs> Give me Must the beat. the watermelon that did it, right? <laughs> you've got the beats. You've got the beats. You've got the sheets. You've got the beats. All right. Well, thank you for the first moth report of the new year. We thank you. Now, would you like to say goodbye to the people? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Patty. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Jim. He's gone. Happy New Year, Aaron. Happy New Year, Mother. Happy New Year. Okay. Have a great week. All right. You you too. too. Go eat some beets. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 She's going to eat the. (laughs) I cut her off. She she keeps saying bye. Yeah. You know, if I don't stop, the thing's never. Okay, bye. All right, I'm going to go to bye. Bye. Beat, beats, beat, beat, beats. She was going to eat another one.
What does that tell you about her? This is like Homer Simpson when the, he has the sub. This is when you're home too. And long. the mayo turns. Yeah. And he's like, oh, sub. And he keeps eating the submarine sandwich for like a month. My mother is Homer Simpson. <laughs> oh my God, we only have one more. Oh, we have two. We have two more segments to get through. I think that we can just push through. What do you say? Yep. Let's hit it. It's time, time for Instagram mail. Instagram mail. It's the second week of the trash can. I'm, I'm shitting my beats. And I'm shitting my beats out. Maybe I'll just have one more to make sure it's real. Why enough. is my blood the same as my shit? My blood in my beats. Oh, my beats look like blood. Shane Diaz. Diaz. This whole I should have Shane Diaz that whole phone call. My mother eating bad beats and shitting them out and telling me about my father bringing the laundry down the steps and oh crime scenes. My God, we've learned. It's time for Instagram mail. That's right. You can write to us with an advice question and we shall answer it on the air. So please email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com or slide into our sexy DMs very gently. Don't make us not have to Che Diaz you. <laughs> at dearpodofficial on Instagram. We will answer your questions. And we have one this week, Patois. Hit me. Okay. okay. I will. I will hit you in the face. Here it is. Dear Pod. Lately, I've been noticing something strange occurring at the end of my driveway. Monday morning is trash day. Every Sunday night, like clockwork, I bring the the filled garbage bins to the front of my property. When I get home from work at 6 p.m. the following day, the empty cans are put back in my driveway. This is not the doing of the garbage man, but I think it is a neighbor who has no patience with an empty can. Now, I'm not complaining, but I think it's weird that someone keeps coming onto my property because they can't tolerate my garbage can being out for mere hours. I always used to put them back as soon as I got home, but this is, should I be upset about this or let them keep acting out their OCD on my trash cans? Signed, Garbage Day in Green Bay. What do you have to say about this? Here it is. Dear Garbage, let me get this straight. You're complaining that someone who you may or may not know is doing you a favor by putting your filthy trash cans back in your yard for you? I assume, since you haven't mentioned in your letter, that you don't have a private fence, gate, or guardsman like at Buckingham Palace, rather an open neighborhood likely to find anywhere in the United States. So if the mailman, FedEx, UPS, Amazon, or Shriner can make it up your driveway and onto your door, why can't a good Samaritan? It's not like you're Mary Joe Buttafuoco, right? And a mousy teenager is canoodling with your husband while you're out and obviously not pulling your cans back to your yard. My point is, you're overreacting. So relax. Hell. If it were me, I'd leave my dirty car out there and see if he'd wash it. Or let the grass grow and see if he'll fucking mow it. I've heard of neighborhood associations that fine you for leaving your Christmas decorations out too long, <gasps> not tending to your yard, or let your newspapers gather at your front door. So someone wants your cans moved off the street, let them. Unless you find an exploding ink bomb like in those bank heist movies, why bother worrying? Christ, we're at the end of a Greek alphabet with this pandemic, and you're crying that someone did you some did something nice? Turn on some Kenny G and put some Zima over ice and count your blessings and relax. Maybe if I say it more than once, you will. This is why young Jules and I could not live in a condo complex with HOA fees and rules. Because if they make you put your Christmas decorations in by a certain time, that would not fly with my Jules. Well, de-Christmasing is a very gentle process in this house and it goes on until about March. So we would be screwed. 
Okay. And you mentioning Mary Jo Buttafuoco uh-huh. always Buttafuoco. reminds Buttafuoco. It reminds me though of uh, it was an SNL sketch where they kept saying your name and the guy kept going Mary Jo Buttafuoco. <laughs> <laughs> it's always stayed in my head, so I always hear Buttafuoco. Buttafuoco, and then spawned three. Made for TV movies. Oh God, yeah, and I don't think we're done with it. I think we're one just going to keep one with Tori Spelling, poking. one with Drew Barrymore, and I forgot who the third one was. Oh, Marissa. Uh, no, um, Alyssa Milano. Don't you dare say Marissa to mine. Marissa she to is mine. an Academy Award winner, and that is a that is below so her is pay Drew grade. Barrymore. She is ready to be no, Aunt not. May in life, but she is not ready to go to Lifetime TV. Just think about this: three Amy Fishers, Drew Barrymore. Uh huh. Let me compare. Tori Spelling. Very different, yes. Alyssa Milano. Okay, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite to play that role? Alyssa Milano. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. She, Tori Spelling can't be in all of these crap things. What Good is... Good God. I'm not going to lie. Drew Barrymore. Hey. So. I'm Mary Jo <laughs> Balafoco. No, she's not. She's Amy Fisher. Oh, I'm Amy Fisher. <laughs> Seriously, Abby. <laughs> Jesus. That's even worse. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, but it's it's time for you to pack. You look, look. Did you pack all your sports bras, Gabby? Gabby's mom is Mary Jo Buttafuoco, and Drew Barrymore is Amy Fisher. I would 100% DVR that <laughs> in a second. Sign me up. What Seriously, ask? where's Mary Jo, you guys? <laughs> Mary Jo Buttafuoco. All right, here's what Anne has to say. Dear garbage. This is a toughie. On the one hand, I'd be thrilled someone is doing the work for me. On the other hand, I'm a territorial bitch. If I lived down south, I'd be Clint Eastwood in Gran Torino with a sawed-off shotgun yelling, Get off my lawn. I think the first piece of advice would be to get V to Best Buy. You can put a camera anywhere now. Just ask my jewels who attempted an at-home colonoscopy. I think you need to know who this trash can bandit is, first and foremost. Once you've established it's Gladys Kravitz from across the street, you can commence my patented aggressive passive-aggressive approach, or the Papa-ah, as I have mentioned on this pod before. Next time you see Gladys, you can casually say, Hey, Gladys, great to see you. How are your bunions? Glad to hear it. Hey, you didn't happen to notice somebody, some kind soul, some friendly neighborhood Batman, come onto my property and move my trash cans around, did you? I mean, I want to thank him slash her slash them slash thee slash thine slash thou for such a kind and thoughtful act. I've decided to install cameras around my property so that I could find out what kind Samaritan continually comes onto my land to set things right. I can't wait to see who it is so that I may send them an edible arrangement. Shame they're ultimately trespassing, and I'll have to inform the authorities, but golly gee, it's been fun having the man handle my cans. Put them on blast and let them know, like Stephanie Powers in the classic film from 2000, someone is watching. We live in a litigious world. A California woman once sued Jelly Belly for fraud because they used the words evaporated cane juice instead of sugar. Sugar. People will do anything to avoid legal action. Telling Gladys that, like scallops, there are eyes everywhere will be more than enough to make her stop. Question is, do you want her to? That's free labor. Think about it. Good luck, you trashy son of a bitch, and happy filming. Ann!
All right. Are you ready for the final? Yes. It's time for the final segment of the second episode of the new year. So let's bring this bad daddy in to the station. It's time for a specialty cocktail, specialty drink. I mean, I'm no Scott Bayo, but I'm really trying. Alyssa Milano is really an an untapped treasure. Should be an Academy Award winner. Andrew Barrymore, Mary Jo Buttafuoco. And Drew Barrymore. God, but I'm sure there's an Andrew Barrymore Who's out there. Andrew Barrymore? She's my brother. Oh, wait, that's Gabby. All right, we have a specialty cocktail for you this week called Bad Day at Work. That presentation that you have been working on for three months just got canceled. You didn't get your Christmas bonus. And to make matters worse, someone stole James Jules Ferris's stapler. Oh, God, that was me. All right, for this you will need one and a half ounces of gin, four ounces of clementine orange juice. Oh, this should be good. One half ounce of simple syrup and some seltzer. And that's what I forgot to add to it. I told you, I told you. Can you grab that seltzer? Yes, and top off yours and top off mine. Gabby, get the seltzer. Because, uh, see, even when he leaves you with the simplest instructions, and I wonder why I'm not on Nailed It. All right, top with seltzer. There we go. That should break it up a little bit. All right. <laughs> right here. Right here in print. Could have read the whole thing to the end, and I didn't. In a shake-up, add gin, orange juice, and simple syrup. Add ice. Shake. Pour everything, including ice, into a rocks glass and top with seltzer. Orange wedge or wheel for garnish. Wedge or wheel. Here are the tasting notes. Here's the best thing about going to work nowadays. For many, the office is just a few feet away from your kitchen. Thank you, COVID. This pandemic has actually helped people put their careers in perspective. Many have walked away from long-time jobs to pursue the paths they were really meant to take. Let's celebrate these brave new adventures with a simple little cocktail that will keep you focused on the task at hand without worrying about if those stupid TP reports are done yet. This drink is like an elevated riff on a screwdriver. I love the addition of the clementines and the poshness of the gin. Simple, clean, sweet, just like me. Cheers to you for taking a leap and pursuing your real dreams. Remember, along the way when things get stressful, don't forget to pause. Breathe. Remind yourself that you are doing great and that the home bar is just next to the new home office, which is also a shared space with your husband's drum set. Bad day at work. Here we go. Cheers it up. Cheers it up. It's another brunchy looking cocktail. Here we are. Ooh. I like this better than a screwdriver. Yeah. Screwdriver. Just screwdriver. Um, because it's clementine juice, which I don't think is as syrupy sweet. Am I making that up? Or maybe it's the seltzer that makes this a little less like ticky tacky. Like whenever I have a screwdriver, and I'm I'm not a big screwdriver drink. Oh God, when was the last time you had a screwdriver? Oh, I can't yeah. justify that much orange juice in like a pint glass. It reminds me of when I used to live in Queens and we would go to brunch and they had all you can drink screwdrivers or bloody marys all you can drink is great i like the gin 
I like this whole combo. Yeah, this, this is, is great. surprising to me. Yeah, this is this is this is a shocker. Yeah, not, this could not replace the shocker. <laughs> very very different. Che Diaz yourself if you get the shocker. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna be in your if you're gonna be in your best friend's kitchen getting the shocker. Yeah. I'd rather have this one instead. Tap the brakes right there. Give me this instead. Give me gin, clementine juice, and some seltzer, baby. Instead of six feet away from your friend who just recovered from hip surgery in her studio apartment in Manhattan while you are doing shots of tequila and then having a full-on lesbian fuckfest right by the stove. But God, what a great ad for Diet Peach Snapple, huh? This episode of Deer Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.